you're listening to Of Sights and Men. A Daily Magician production. Well, hello, and welcome back to Of Sights and Men. Uh, I'm joined by a very familiar to me guest, um, but I guess um, an unknown, perhaps, to a lot of you listening to the podcast. Uh, his name is ZJ Yan. Uh, and if you haven't heard of him before, he uh, described himself as a mentalist who's also very good with <laughs> coins and cards. Uh, ZJ Yan's like a, is an underground artist who's been renowned like throughout the magic scene. He's had like countless successful releases. Uh, he's been described by so many top artists as producing beautiful magic, such as Eric Jones, Tony Chang. Um, those are the two that come to mind, but I know there's a bunch of other that have uh, talked about how great your magic is. Um, but yeah, how are you doing today, Z? I almost called you B because that's what you named yourself in the software. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh, are you I'm doing good. all right? Yeah, other than eat too much, I need. I probably need some medicine later. But uh, other than that, pretty good. Also caught some coke. Pretty yeah. much over here. Yeah, so you're pretty much not doing very good, actually. Uh, could be worse. <laughs> okay, first, first. Well, it's kind of like the boring question, and to be fair, I've never actually asked you though, so I am interested to hear. Um, but I guess the first question I have to ask you is like, you know, how did it all begin? How did you like actually get into into magic? So I was in this arcade, and after I spent all my money. I was walking out and this weird guy in the corner was like, hey, kid, come over here. And I don't know why, but I just went there. I don't even know him. And he just put a sponge ball in my hand, one Mm -hmm. sponge ball. And he had a sponge ball and that thing disappeared. It came into my hand and I was like, whoa, how did you do that? And he's like 35. 35 yuan and i was like i don't have that kind of money that's like uh six dollars but i didn't have that my allowance was like 20 cents a day so um, i called my mom i just showed her that thing and she's like oh that's pretty cool how much is that 35 and just she just bought it and i learned it wow what the freak that's crazy (laughs) <laughs> that's actually a crazy story i was not expecting that you were just in an arcade and a weird guy who could have kidnapped you actually started <laughs> life on a magical Hacked journey me into a corner and showed me a spongebob <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like sold it to you yeah. <laughs> damn can you still do that trick no i'm terrible at spongebobs i don't know what about <laughs> it but i just can't make it look good yeah damn what the freak wait so okay so where did it go from there obviously i mean you got like the sponge ball from the weird old guy but like how did you how did well not weird i mean let's be let's be he, he seems like a pretty nice guy you didn't pretty do anything sketchy, like, sketchy little, little sketchy yeah. little sketchy yeah but not yeah. not a creep just a little sketchy yeah yeah, yeah. He just, he's just on his grind man he's making his money that's what yeah. we should do I'm going to start going to arcades. <laughs> hey, kid, come over here. Let me show you my balls. <laughs> Red one. Oh, no. no. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't use that phraseology. Holy Greek. <laughs> but now that you put it that way, it is a little terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> okay. So anyway, away from old men's balls. Um, what what was the next thing that you uh that you you started like looking into? Like, how where where did it progress? You know. Oh, I uh, after that sponge ball, I learned it and showed it to all my friends and classmates, and Whoa. I. Uh, needed something more so i went back and he showed me um that fire stick turning into a rose thing and coin vanisher and uh blinking ring and um the wow gimmick wow so i called my mom again and she bought all, <laughs> she bought all all of the, all those things and after a while, I performed them all, and I wanted more. So I went back, and I saw a coin set. And I was like, how do I do this? What's this effect? And he's like, that's too hard. You can't do it. And I was like, okay. But in my, in my heart, it was like, you can't do that. Of course I can. I'm a genius. So I just looked up on YouTube and stuff and just learned coin magic. Holy freak. That's actually the coolest thing ever. This this is kind of like a kind of like like a wax on wax off kind of karate <laughs> kid type story. You just like, did you ever see this guy again, or like when you went back as a master, he just disappeared? You know, it's like I... he was like your guard. He's like your guardian angel. So after that, after a while, I uh, I moved to the states and. Mm -hmm. I got pretty good at coin magic, and when I came back to China, the guy was still running a magic store. Uh, it got pretty big, actually. And wow! Before I see, before I saw him, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna show him that CSB coin magic, huh? Look who's good at it, huh?" I was thinking that, but <laughs> as soon as I went into the store, he was still doing the SpongeBob trick, so I felt a bit sad. So I just bought a trick and came out. Whoa. So you went back in there, like, ready to, to show him what's what. But yeah. then you were like, ah, it's not worth it. Yeah. Damn. Dude, this is, this is freaking cool. This is, like, the coolest story I've ever heard. This is, a, like, amazing, like, like superhero backstory. <laughs> wow. So he, okay, so he went from the arcade to running, like, an actual magic store? Yeah, a huge one, actually. It's bigger than Tenants. Tenants is small. It's great store, but it's small. But um, he was running a huge store in China. What the freak? How? Who even? Who is? Do you, do you have this guy's name? No, I just remember him as the old man. Oh man, <laughs> this is actually the coolest. Okay, wow. I don't know how I'm gonna be able to move on for that, but. <laughs> that is really freaking cool. Um, I remember, I think I remember when, when we actually met up in person and we were eating burgers, you spoke about how like you were in, you were like going to go to law school or something. And then not, yeah, your mom wanted you to be like a lawyer or something. And you like started going to school, but then you were like, you're already working with like magic companies and making a bit of money off your, your, your like magic. So then you dropped out. Is that correct? Am I? Basically, is that, is that the story kind of she wanted me to learn law but i was like no i'm gonna be a psychologist that's cool mm. because i'm a 
doing magic. Mentalist. Psychology. I'm going to be a psychologist. But after I realized psychologist, um, no offense to anyone who is a psychologist listening to Uh this, but makes so little money after so many years of hard work. Mm -hmm. So I just uh, changed my major to um, econ. Mm. And I dropped out. <laughs> that year. How's, yeah. How's that been going for you? How's how how's the how's the dropout story going? Uh, pretty good. I get to uh just stay home, play, go, do magic, watch TV, pet my cats. Mm. <laughs> That's the life. So tell me <laughs> tell me about um okay. So maybe you can give people a little bit of context. Like, how did you actually start? Like, when was like the first day that you made money from magic? So after a year of learning magic, but um, while I was learning, like as soon as I started to, uh, I started to buy stuff from illusionists and those big mm-hmm. companies. I was getting more in-depth magic tutorials because before I was just mostly just jamming with people online and learning stuff from them. Right. And uh, I started to realize I don't like these tricks. So I started to uh, make variations and stuff. And when I was like 16, I released a book that's 300 something pages long. Uh, And that made me... um, uh about three thousand dollars in first three days no way that's wild i just dm'd mm. everyone about it <laughs> for real like, you literally knew about me and DM's people? DMing people yeah yeah that's the first money magic that is crazy. Okay, so what was this book called and what, what was in it? It was a uh, mentalism book with 20, 30 mentalism-related stuff. And um, originally it was called Gold Moon. But that's a mm-hmm. bit weird. So I just, since it's my first project, so I just called it Greetings. Like, Greetings, everyone. That's so you so you had no email list like no like following you literally just like dm'd a bunch of people with your book and made yeah. three grand in three days yeah damn that's insane so how did that how did that feel savage <laughs> yeah you, you must have been a happy happy man yeah because i needed that money i uh i went to a a supermarket and found a job because Two weeks later, I was going to Magi Fest. I needed my plane ticket. So I worked at a supermarket for two weeks, just got my plane ticket money uh, back and forth. So I just went to Magi Fest. Uh, Right before I get on the plane, I released that book. And when I got off the plane, I got my hotel money. And when I checked in at the hotel, I got food money. After after the dinner, I got extra money to get like 
gimmicks and stuff over there. Dude, you're freaking insane. <laughs> How do you, dude? Okay, so for me, like, that would be the most stressful thing ever because I'm super OCD. Like, I actually am OCD. I'm not saying that. And, like, <laughs> I, I actually have OCD. And the idea of just, like, getting on a plane with no, just nothing would be horrifying to me. Like, how, but ever since I've met you, I've always, like, I've always been marked and noticed that you're just, like, super chill about money in the way that, like, it doesn't really, like, stress you out. Like, you, you just kind of do your thing and just, like, hope for the best. Like, mm -hmm. how, how do you, like, where does that mindset come from? Probably my family. They're all like me. <laughs> yeah. They're like, They're just um, super chill. I believe in if the time is right, money will come to you. Damn. If not, you don't deserve it. So, yeah. So they kind of like, they kind of like subscribe to the philosophy that like almost like money's like a living thing and it will like come to you if you, if it's like the right time, kind of like luck almost or like good, bad karma. Like, um, for example, the book I released, I was super confident. I'm not, I wasn't, I didn't doubt myself about like that book selling because I DM'd so many people, so many work uh and time went into it it's just matter of how much money i'm going to make it's not about am i gonna make it so i was pretty chill damn how much did you uh sell the book for like each copy originally i priced it at 50 dollars, and i immediately realized that's too high so i was like since you're receiving my dm $35 to you, my friend. And they're like, oh, what a great deal. He's a great guy, isn't he? Obviously, you're not a great guy, so. <laughs> <laughs> For jokes on them. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that is crazy. So how many people overall would you say that you actually DM? I don't know, hundreds? Because I was at this, um, I mostly sold it in Korean uh, sold it to mm -hmm. Korean people, and uh, I was at this um, it's like basically Korean Magic Cafe, but they don't allow people to promote stuff. So I was just first I was reviewing other people's products, other people's books and stuff, and after a while I got a little bit of following, and then I was like hinting them about a new book coming out. It's a really great book. Just hint, hint. And when I released it, I uh, DM'd everyone who ever commented in my, all my posts. Clever. Damn. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. I, that, that is a wild story. I'm so freaking impressed. That's so cool. Like, that's, that's just so that's some grind. I respect it. Okay, so damn. Okay, so how how was Magi Fest? Was it was it worth the uh, was it worth the stress and the plane ticket and everything? Did you meet up with people there? Like, is, did that lead on to something else? I was underage, but people let me drink and smoke their cigarettes, <laughs> so it was pretty. Oh no! <laughs> oh, you were sixteen, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
Holy freak, you're super underage. <laughs> they bought me my first vodka and whiskey. Holy freak. Which, which magician? David Blaine? Just throw him under the bus? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, only the Asian ones. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. Wow, that's freaking crazy. So, other than uh, obviously your terrible smoking habit, did anything else come come from the event? Like as far as meeting people to sell more stuff or whatever? <laughs> uh, hmm. Met some weird people. Like, um, there's this guy. I was just chilling with some new friends I met there. And this guy just ran up to me and he's like, let me show you a card trick. Can I curse in this? podcast yeah yeah you can cuss yeah okay so this guy came to me and he's like let me show you a really cool trick do you know juan tamaris because he was the highlight or something that year and i was like no and he's like okay you're, you're gonna love this and he started to shuffle cards for no reason pharaoh shuffling but after like third pharaoh shuffle he just can't get the shuffle right oh no all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's like, fuck you! And he just left. And I was like, what the <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And that was, uh, who was, that was Andy Gladwin, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That'd be the last person. And Andy's a nice guy. But yeah, that, w- that was obviously Joshua J. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's freaking crazy. Okay, so all right, you made a bunch of money from your book. Six thirty-three grand as a sixteen-year-old is pretty freaking high, man. You must have felt rich as free. After right? a couple coin gimmicks I made fast, I was poor again. <laughs> right, right. So you you invested your you know that no, you were in, you were investing in yourself, man. It was an investment decision, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That makes so sense. okay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I, it's a business expense, man. That's the best thing about uh, being a magic. You can buy cards and magic stuff and say that it's a business expense because <laughs> it is. Uh, but yeah, okay. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, when's the next time? Like, because I know at some point you end up working with like Son's Mind and stuff. Like, how does this all kind of like progress as like your life goes forward? What do you mean, like, like? So like, when's the next time you make money? I guess for magic after 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 sixteen. Like, how does how does everything? Uh, how how did you get to where you are? I guess like from this point. When I was like uh, seventeen or something, I showed my friend a coin trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was like, "That's pretty cool." And at oh before that at the Magi Fest, mm-hmm. I showed um. I showed up. Who was that guy? Oh, Chris Ramsey. Yeah. The coin through hand trick. I didn't think it was anything great, but he was like, oh, shit, that's great. And I was like pretty proud of it. And I showed it to uh, some of my other friends, and they introduced me to Xavier, mm-hmm. uh, the beard guy. And, yeah, uh, Xavier Spade. Yeah. And he shot a download on that trick and we released it. 
that's the first official project. Hmm. After a while, how did that how did, how did that one do? That one made about uh, a bit over one thousand bucks. Nice, nice. It's sad. <laughs> I mean, not 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 as not as good, but still pretty good. Got my reputation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you start to get your name out there. I mean, meeting Chris Ramsey, especially at that point, right when you were sixteen, when he was like so popular on a uh, YouTube. Like now, he does more like puzzle stuff. He's still really popular in Magic, but he, you know, at that point, it. I guess you you probably didn't. Did you know who he was? Seeing as you didn't know who Juan Tamariz was. <laughs> oh, I thought I just saw him that long beard guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like you like my stuff. I guess that's good. <laughs> a bearded white guy likes my stuff. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. But yeah. Okay. So you, and then okay. I guess like let's fast forward a little bit. Like so, like how do you end up kind of doing magic full time and like producing your own stuff? Like after Xavier Spade, did you release more with him? Like where did everything go? After after Xavier, I uh. I I I really got into Instagram, shooting videos, and every day I wanted to upload something. And after like three four months, I got nothing to upload, and I didn't want to spend any more money on magic, learning new tricks. So I just mm. uh so I just started to making up my own tricks to upload on my Instagram. And after half a year, I decided to um, go to a competition, like mm-hmm. go to FISM or something. And uh, I, I made my own act with uh, all of my um, original tricks and slides. But after I saw how little money they give you after you win, I just, <laughs> I just. Um, dissected my act into so many parts and released them in several projects mm-hmm. how it went <laughs> so it, it kind of sounds like you literally just are really good at magic and <laughs> like the projects and all the connections you met just kind of came from you like putting yourself out there would you say that would be true yeah somehow opportunities just come and i'm always ready for it mm. i think that's a, that's a really good point because i remember when i was first getting into entrepreneurism i had like a, a mentor kind of who was like a multi-millionaire probably billionaire and i was talking to him and he was like he's like because he'd worked with like the beatles like helping them bring that movie called music over to the u.s and uh he was saying how he's like listen the thing is like you can't just like be in the right place at the right time, you've also got to have something to offer, you know? And and I think it's really true. Like you were saying, like you were in the right place at the right time, right? Like Magi Fest. Um, but you also had something to offer. And I think that that makes like a huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you wrote like a book um, that's like <laughs> how to get sort of famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know like more about it because it kind of sounds like a lot of what we've been talking about. Um, what's kind of in that book, and like, 
I guess if you could dilute it down for us, like what, what, how do you get sort of kind of fame? I briefly interrupt this podcast to uh, just share a little uh, self-promotion with you if I could. Um, if you're enjoying what you're listening to right now um, and you think that maybe you'd enjoy more of our content, uh, please head over to the dailymagician.com slash books. There you'll find 24 classic magic books for free and you'll be signed up for our daily emails where you can hear and get more content just like this. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoyed so far. And uh, like I said, that's the dailymagician.com slash books. Claim 24 classic magic books for free. And you'll also uh, be getting daily contact from us with more incredible content just like this. So basically, I was really into digging social media's algorithms and stuff with my friends. And uh, algorithm changed a lot since then. So it's completely different now. It's the meta, uh, the the big picture is still the same, but the smaller things are different. But the idea of the book is how to use those algorithms to get yourself followers and views, and what kind of contents probably, basically that for magicians specifically. Hmm. That's cool. And what were some of those tips, if, if you don't mind sharing, that you would give to people that, that want to kind of follow in your footsteps, so to say? So uh, the easiest way to uh, start increasing the amount of followers you get is to use high-definition videos and try to show your face in the video that will get you a lot more interactions. I don't know why, but that works that way. Yeah, yeah those two are the biggest things. And they say you have to capture your uh, audience's attention within five minutes, but on social media, it's like two seconds or one second. So you got to have something pow in one second and then try to keep your video uh, 20, minute, uh, 20 seconds to 60 seconds basically that and you're good you're good <laughs> and i guess for you as, as far as like like making projects and selling projects like what would you say what are your tips behind like making like a really good magic project that you think will sell uh the first step is to get familiar with price magic price how would you price your magic and um, in order to get that kind of sense you gotta buy a lot of good magic and a lot of bad magic and get your own experience and evaluate your magic like oh this trick is probably worth five bucks and this trick is 10 bucks and this routine is really good it's worth 15 bucks and let's say you're trying to release a project with six yeah six tricks and whatever the price you get at the end like five plus five plus five whatever let's say you ended up with uh six five dollar tricks at the end just give it five dollar discount and that's a good price everyone would accept hmm. okay so your main tips are kind of like look at what else is on the market, study it, and then try and price your things against those in order to make sure that something will sell. 
Yeah, and in the process of doing it, you'll you'll get a you'll develop a pretty good taste in magic, which means you won't release garbage magic. That's pretty good for your reputation. <laughs> yeah, I think that probably would help. Yeah, releasing uh -huh. garbage magic is usually a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, but some people don't even realize they're releasing garbage magic. It's That's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, freak. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about like the actual like project itself. So I guess would you say using social media for you has been the biggest way to like build your audience or like combination of that with like email list? What would you say is like the best medium for you as far as like audience building? I mean, you actually DM'd people as well at the start. So like, What's been the most successful thing for you as far as like actually finding people to sell to, right? Because maybe some people have stuff that they want to sell and they think that's good, but how do they find the people to actually sell it to? Uh, when you're first, if if you are, if I am first starting or if you're first starting, then social media is the best way to get your base audience, and you can uh, escalate on that. Like uh, after you got a couple thousand followers, you start to make money and then you can throw ads on Facebook to grow your email list, to make your own website and escalate again, something like that. So if you don't have a lot of money to spare, then social media is, uh, especially Instagram and TikTok is the best place to start, I think. That's true. Yeah, because it's free. I do forget, like with the email hosting, that obviously you have to pay for the hosting, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you if, if you're starting with nothing, yeah, because we 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 actually started building ours like using a blog, um, mm -hmm. but and 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 actually a combination of social media. So yeah, I do think blog plus social media is probably the best place to start in terms of building an audience like completely for free, right? Because um, mm -hmm. when it comes to email lists, it's going to be costs that come along with that that maybe you won't be able to handle if you haven't actually sold anything yet or you have no audience yet yeah um yeah that's cool man so i i guess uh, this is just like a random question but like what what project would you say you're most proud of that you've that you've released eat whole shit hole now that i hear you say it the hidden meaning in the name is not that hidden <laughs> Okay, why is it your favorite project other than the fact that you get to insult people secretly? <laughs> I um, uh, the materials in Itoshito are the core. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sorry. Are the core of my um, magic act. So it's uh, it it's a project with my most uh, proud stuff. Right. So it's like the stuff that you've seen has been like most successful, like best in performance, like best for competition. Yeah. That's cool. What move out of that, if you had to pick one, would you like, okay, let, this is a, this is a dumb question. It's kind of like a, would you rather, but like, <laughs> let's say you had to, let's say you had to like, you could only use three moves for the rest of your life. And like, which, which ones would you pick from the moves that you've created? The... Shrimp. Oh, I, yeah, shrimp. Okay, nice. Shrimp, and the second change of my wild coin, and um, 
the third change in my wild coin. And you think with that you could do like a whole everything? No, but they're the best. <laughs> I don't need <laughs> everything else. Fair enough, fair enough. That's sick. Okay, so I guess I guess the, the last question is like, well, not last question, but one of the final questions I have for you is like, what things out, I guess, let's just summarize everything. Okay, so you start at 16. <laughs> you meet this like... 16 yeah you meet this uh you meet this like mental old mage basically right mm -hmm. and uh he teaches you well he, he he lets you buy a bunch of stuff off of him so you're probably a very good customer um yeah and then you start learning coin stuff when you move to the us uh you release a mentalism book oh, okay you start learning before that i guess you just started learning when you were like what 12 13 uh I uh, I I bought some tricks when I was like ten, okay, but wow, didn't okay, really so. get into it. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah, sixteen comes later. So, what what age were you when you met the old guy? At ten. Ten. Okay, damn. Okay, so ten. Mm -hmm. And in between that time, you're practicing a bunch of magic. Sixteen is when you're in the US. You release the book. You've been like practicing online. You release your mentalism book. And after that, you kind of get in with like Xavier Spade, Chris Ramsey. I I know at some point eventually you end up like joining like the Sons Minds team, right? Mm -hmm. And then after your time working with them and releasing some of your projects through them, you mm -hmm. decide to go alone. That's when we meet, right? <laughs> when you're dropping out of college, <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, you told me everything I know, so it's a good thing we met each other. Mm -hmm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and uh that's a little stupid inside joke um and then we get to this point now where you're kind of like releasing your own projects on the go i guess like for someone that's like wow that's like that sounds exactly like saying what i would want to do like what would be your number one piece of advice to them like so that yeah like to to follow in in this same like vein that you've been in and the same journey that you that you've taken so the first step is to get a solid foundation in magic uh, on theory and slides too because in order to do anything anything those you need a solid foundation to build upon so because uh, I see a lot of my friends and some other people they are trying to be creators but didn't even read uh, some foundational books so first right. get a solid foundation learn one-handed shuffle and then decide what you're going to do with it. Right. So yeah. build out a good base. Basically just get good at magic overall. <laughs> <laughs> and then start trying to move towards stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I guess, I think another part of magic is like really like your personality a lot of the time does sell, if you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. you can have a really good trick, but if you're really boring in how you perform it, it doesn't look that good. How do people work on like the performance style in terms of like personality and making it actually interesting to watch? Uh, if you're in, if you're still in school, like middle school, high school, even in college, just try to perform a lot, and your friends are gonna joke around and make weird jokes, and try to get along with them. This way, you're gonna develop a pretty uh, popular. 
personality. But if you are a grown up, then just perform on the street, especially where young people hang out, and that way you get to perform, uh, develop a personality. Because um, when I just got to when I just moved to the states, I got a girlfriend and she broke up with me because I was too boring. That's what she said. But um, <laughs> but um, I think performing a lot for random people really helps with the persona when performing. So basically, just kind of force yourself to do it until you get good at it. Yeah, like yeah, it, it is true. I think like a lot of the time we kind of feel like we're we're trapped within this like bubble of ourselves. But it is legitimately possible to like teach yourself to be charismatic. Yeah. Like some people are naturally charismatic and maybe have more strength over the, than others. Um, but it is possible to like teach yourself to like make people like you. <laughs> like that sounds really like manipulative. But as a, as a performer, that's what you want to do, right? Like you want to make them feel happy. You want to make them feel around like they're around somebody that they want to be around. You know, you want to make them feel comfortable. And being a naturally likable person and being able to like turn on those switches, I think is really, really important for that. Um, and I think some ways to do that, some people like are like, oh, great. Just keep, I, 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 talk, I do tricks for people all the time, but I'm not getting any better at being a people person. Um, there's just like three things I can think of. Like, obviously, like sound, these are all going to sound really cheesy, but it is what it is. Like smiling is a really good one. <laughs> Just smile the whole time, like be, look, you know, like, and just work, work on your posture. Make sure you're not like hunched over, like, like make sure you're like, you're, you're like projecting outwards rather than kind of like closing inwards. Uh, I mean, maybe that sounds a little bit like obscure, but what I mean by that is like, just don't, don't like hunch in, don't like bend your neck down. And the reason I'm saying all this is because I literally spent two years like talking to people on the street while I was volunteering, like every single day, I'd speak to like 100 people on the street. So I I have some experience when it comes to speaking to random people and trying to make them like you. <laughs> um, and obviously in performance as well, that, that helps. But, and then I guess the last thing I would say is just ask people questions. Um, people really love to talk about themselves. Like if, if you stand around and only ask people questions, they will think you're like the coolest, most interesting person in the world, even if you share nothing about yourself. So just, yeah, I, I would say that those three things are things that you can instantly work on, like smiling, posture, and then in actual interaction, just asking really good questions and not just like boring questions, like, where are you from? Like, those are good, but like asking really specific questions, like, oh, in this province of China, like if I was speaking to Z, in this province of China, like what is like, the dish that everyone eats at like this time of day <laughs> or, or i don't know like something that's like really specific like that shows that you actually care you know that you actually want to learn something from them and people love to talk about that sort of thing so yeah would you add anything to that z i think those are three good tips to get started with mm -hmm. pretty good okay pretty good not not great but pretty good. not the greatest but yeah 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 obviously you have to buy your book to get the greatest uh -huh. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah okay well i mean i honestly i feel like we've shared a lot of good stuff i think we've covered a lot of good ground um i guess maybe if you want to just talk a little bit about 
where people can go to get your stuff, like where they can buy your projects. Maybe talk a little bit about your membership if you, if you would. Okay. So, uh, unlike other artists who, who work with other companies, I retained all my rights to sell my projects on my own. So if you want anything produced by other people, but by, but from me, then you can go to zeejyan.com to buy my projects. But if you, if you're, if you're, um, what's the word money efficient guy, then you can subscribe to my membership. <laughs> A money efficient guy. I like it. I like it. <laughs> subscribe to my membership. Then you get to watch all my projects with only $15 a month. And I'm also uploading two exclusive tutorials to my membership each month. So what a great deal. <laughs> that is a great deal. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like if you want like dip in and out, like, let's say if you're like, oh, like over the next six months, I just want to learn Z stuff. You're going to save yourself a ton of money by just subscribing rather than like buying all the projects individually. Um, or you but, can, um, yeah. Subscribe for $15 and screen record everything and cancel <laughs> the subscription. That's how I would do it, honestly. Because <laughs> there are too many stuff. Fair enough. Well, if, I mean, if you're saying they can do it, you yeah, can't feel bad mind. if they do. Like, yeah, that's okay, how I would do it. So I don't mind other people doing it. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, sick. And then I guess um, I'll probably be doing a promotion pretty soon um, of uh, some of Z stuff, probably his membership as well. Um, I'm not like, you don't have to wait around for that. <laughs> Go to Z site, sign up. I'm not making any money. Like I, I genuinely do think it is a good deal, the membership. So I'm just saying that from myself, but yeah. Um, I guess, is there anything else that you want to share before we, we close out the podcast? Um, oh, I'm also trying to do monthly lectures who, uh, uh, from the people who are very rare or difficult to see in Western magic community. Mm -hmm. And those people are just basically my friends, but I have faith in them. They are really great magicians, but they don't really do social media. So. We rarely hear about them, but I really want to share their magic with you guys. So I'm hosting their lectures almost every month. And if I'm not hosting their lectures, I'm, uh, I ask them to, uh, sell their products on my website for a bit because they don't work with other companies. So it's almost impossible to get their products, uh, over here. So yeah, I'm asking them to please share your magic with our fellow people over there. So if you're interested in that kind of magic, please subscribe to my email list. <laughs> yeah. And when you subscribe, you'll get free stuff too. If you, if you go to Z site and go to the free magic tab, you can sign up for his email list there and get three effects, uh, including yeah. the shrimp, right? Which you yeah, did yeah. name as one of the effects, one of the moves that you would, if you had to get rid of all other moves, you would keep. So it's a, it's a pretty sick that you could get it for free. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I don't know. This probably wasn't like 
this probably didn't sound like one of my usual podcasts because me and Z talk like this all the time. So it probably got a little uh, <laughs> a little too chill, but that's fine. I <laughs> uh, appreciate everyone that's listened and who's got this far. I think this is a really great podcast, a lot to like digest. I love how uh, transparent you are, Z, about like money you've made, like literally just everything that you've done in, you, in your career up to this point to get to where you are. So it's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> I guess, like I said, it, it, like like Z said, if you want to get some of his stuff for free, head over to zjyan.com slash free dash magic. That's zjyan.com slash free dash magic. Or just search zjyan in Google, if that's easier, and go to the free magic tab. But yeah, sign up for his stuff. He's a great creator, great guy. Um, and yeah, I think we'll just we'll uh, close it out there unless you have anything else to add, Z. Nope. Thank you Perfect. for hosting. Thank you. This is Z stepped on a bee. <laughs>